We're going to have a conversation now with Bob Aska, who's a research fellow with the Parkland Institute, has been involved in uh, financial circles for a really long time and other areas too. Bob, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for inviting me on the show again. Now, I don't know how much we can actually get into the dollars and cents of this. A lot of that remains to be determined. But one thing you and I, I think, agree on is there's a whole lot of politics around this. I always say if a politician's talking, there's politics involved. How much do you think politics is actually driving the fact that this has even come up yet again? I think it's almost 100%, Shay, because this is a long-standing type of grievance that, that we've seen um, elevated by um, by the Free Alberta Strategy, Rob Anderson, but it goes back to Danielle Smith's time at the Calgary Herald, her time at the Fraser Institute, and in, in fact, at a 2000 conference um, with the University of Alberta, looking at a separate Alberta pension plan. Now, uh, I mean, they, th- this is a very complex area, and it 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 just blows my mind to think that governments believe that people will read a 93-page document or Trevor Tome's 28-page analysis and 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 vote on whether to leave or not. Um, it, it and and I guess one other thing that's very political is um, Jim Dinning's appointment is is a very clever one. Jim was, as you know, instrumental in moving the Klein government towards uh, smaller government, low taxes, and so on. And he is a master of political communications. Yes. And and a clear example of this is the theme of your pension, your choice, and the survey. And and I just completed the survey online. And essentially, it assumes that we're going to have an Alberta pension plan, and and that, you know is is just um, one, one example of uh, the power that uh, that the government has in molding public opinion, and and so that that that's my take. It it's part of a broader strategy. Uh, it is to poke Ottawa in the face, yes, yeah. open another front. You mentioned Jim Dinning, uh, and he also said yesterday he was asked because Jim Dinning used to be a big opponent of the exact thing he's now championing. And he said, you know, changing your mind shows that you had one. Okay, they need to change a lot of minds because <laughs> the most recent polling, Bob, is 21% of Albertans think this is a good idea. So they need a lot of whole, a whole lot of Jim Dinning conversions happening out there to go from 21 to 51. Um, why do you take a, a move about something when, you know, there's really not a lot of appetite for it among the voting base? Well, exactly, and and this is what I find so tragic in a way is is in the uh, May election campaign, um, they they really disavowed yeah, it. Not sure a word of said, it. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll get the report updated and so on, but um, no, it's um, and, and and this is going to be the classic um, labor unions, NDP, fear mongering versus you know, the wise public yeah. policy gurus in, in government that are um, delivering promises that really, on the face of it, uh, don't have much uh, reality to it, as 
you know, Professor Thomas said, one of the greatest sensitivities is to the amounts transferred. And, and you know, to think that Alberta, and, and I think the report is fair in the literal interpretation and the math on it, can take out 53% yeah. of the assets. Um, and, and if, you know, Ontario and BC leave, they calculate that would be 128% yeah, it's over. of the assets. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it. Uh, there's so many issues that conflict with the government's aim of promoting investment, this is going to have implications on labor mobility. They, this is very complex to negotiate uh, portability agreements yep. with yep. the CPP and the QPP. It, it's, um, it will challenge the capacity of the provincial government to, to function, particularly in the financial area. Bob, you, you talk about um, the politics of this, and I think there's a pretty good clue to what some of this is about. And like you say, it's always about Alberta versus Ottawa. But Jack Mintz, who is another longtime conservative uh, operative, I don't want to be pejorative, he's been involved in conservative politics for sure. a long time, probably had a hand in this report. Um, he wrote a post uh, piece in the National Post this week that a lot of people are talking about. And in it, he says, ultimately, regardless of what happens, this is a lever that Alberta can use when it comes to climate negotiations. Listen, you want labor, or not labor peace, but you want pension peace in Canada? Help us out on the climate thing. So it's like you say, it's 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 added pressure on Ottawa. Well, uh, I thought that was a, a little uh, forthright and a little bizarre, but um, yeah, I mean, it is consistent with, with their view. The, the, the four oil companies that control a bitumen production and and account for like 20% of the government's revenues. I mean, they are desperate to um, um, uh, to, to extract the resources for a long period of time, 30 or 40 years. And, and of course, Ottawa is seen as an obstacle yeah, yeah. to this, and for good reason, because the planet is burning. So, again, instead of... Um, of uh, putting a moratorium on renewable resources and 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 coming up with some credible carbon capture plan or, or other things that will prolong the life, they're they're opening another front on a war, and and I don't think, quite frankly, that that Ottawa will bite on this idea that. This this is going to be huge leverage. What what I think the long game is, and and this is controversial, is is that the Smith and her crew are sovereigntists, and and they follow the Quebec model very carefully, and and they're working to create yeah. a, a lot of friction and emotion and grievance in the province, some of which is fair. I I mean the. Uh, Alberta has contributed its fair share, but but having said that, nobody wants to talk about environmental liabilities that are a quarter of a billion dollars, and no one's doing anything about it. No, exactly. That's I mean, there's there's so many things you could be talking about. Uh, Bob, I'm out of time, but thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your insight. My pleasure.